Welcome to Owning Scripture, a podcast dedicated to the study and memorization of God's Word. We're so glad you're here. Let's get started. Well, hey, friends. Welcome to episode 26 of the Owning Scripture podcast. My name is Andy Lackey, and it's great to have you with us today. Not sure where you are on this uh, beautiful Tuesday morning. At least it's beautiful here in Statesville, North Carolina. But uh, I hope uh, this podcast finds you doing well. I know we had a a great weekend, uh, especially with with our church family, as we celebrated our risen Savior on Sunday. We had three wonderful services with lots of people, lots of energy. The, The Spirit was moving and it was just wonderful to come together as the body of Christ for some incredible music, for a wonderful and powerful message. And it truly was a great day, and I hope uh, that was the same uh, for you, wherever you were able to worship this weekend. Well, today we are going to look at a new passage uh, at the church where I attend. Uh, I will be beginning a new series tomorrow night for our Equipping University classes, and we're going to be looking at the seven I am statements that Jesus gave in the Gospel of John. In John's Gospel, there are seven occasions where Jesus says, I am. I am the bread of life. Uh, I am the light of the world. He says, I'm the the door of the sheep. I'm the good shepherd. I'm the resurrection and the life. He goes on to say, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. He also says, I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. So all of these I am statements are found only in John's Gospel, and we're going to be doing a study on each one of these I Am statements beginning tomorrow night, and so I thought it might be good to at least try to memorize some, if not all of these, and so I'm not sure where we will go next week, but for today, I want us to definitely go to John's Gospel and look at John chapter 6, verse 35. This is the first of the seven I Am statements, so I'll read the passage to you first, and then uh, just make a few comments. John 6.35, Jesus speaking says this, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger, and whoever believes in me shall never thirst. And I'll read that one more time. John 6.35, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger, and whoever believes in me shall never thirst. So this is... Uh, as I said, the first of the seven I am statements given by Jesus. And in this one, Jesus here is saying that I am the bread of life. And what is interesting about each of these I am statements is how they are all connected to life in some way. When when Jesus says, I am the light of the world, he goes on to say, whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. When he says, I'm the good shepherd, he says, the good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. When he says, I'm the resurrection and the life, once again, he's tying in that word life. He says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. I'm the true vine. A vine is something that that gives life. So each of these I am statements is in some way, shape, or form tied to this idea of life. And so we're going to talk about that a little bit today and and, and over the next couple of weeks, because we all want to live the good life, the good life, but not the good life as the world defines the good life. The the world, especially here in our Americanized culture, paints the good life in a very different way than what we see in in the Bible. And what we find is that the good life that the world promises 
never seems to deliver. It, it, it always seems to leave us wanting more and more and more. And the good life that's offered, though, by Jesus is a life that satisfies, that, that truly f- fulfills our longings, that fulfills our hopes and, and our dreams. Uh, it, it fulfills this craving that we have in our heart for something more. And so here in this first I am statement in John 6.35, Jesus says, I am the bread of life. And to understand what he's saying here, we have to realize the context within which he says this, because this takes place, as I said, in John 6.35. And earlier in John chapter 6, we, we see a scene where Jesus actually feeds these 5,000 men. And when you include the women and children, it could have been fifteen or 20,000 people that he, he fed with only five barley loaves and with two fish. And so they head across the Sea of Galilee over to the area of Capernaum where they're seeking Jesus. And when they find Jesus, Jesus says something to them in, in John chapter 6, verse 26. He says, Truly, truly, I say to you, you are seeking me not because you saw signs, but because you ate your fill of the loaves. Verse 27, Do not work for the food that perishes, but for the food that endures to eternal life, which the Son of Man will give to you, for on him God the Father has set his seal. So here Jesus is talking about two different types of food. First of all, you have food that perishes. We all know how food can perish. You know, we've all had apples or bananas, how they begin to to turn brown when we leave them out too long in in the fruit bowl. Or perhaps you've had milk that's been left out or maybe in your refrigerator too long and you take a squig of it, you know how food or how milk can begin to spoil very quickly. So there, there is food that perishes, but there's another type of food, and that's this food that does not perish. This is food that has no expiration date. And Jesus says this is a food that gives eternal life for those who eat of it. And this is food that we, we can't buy. We, we don't earn this food. Rather, it's food that is given to us freely by Jesus Christ. And so when the crowd hears Jesus' reference to this food which endures to eternal life, they're intrigued. They're they're intrigued about what this food is. And so they begin to ask him how they can receive this type of food, how they can take part in a meal eating on this type of food. So when Jesus tells them that they must work for this food that endures to eternal life, they ask. They ask the question to Jesus, all right, well, what do we do? What type of work do we perform to enjoy this food, to receive this food? And Jesus answers them in this way in verse 29. He says, This is the work of God, that you believe in Him whom He has sent. So the work they have to do is to simply believe, to believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, the one that that God sent from heaven down to earth to be our Redeemer, to be the Messiah, to to, to be our our Savior. They need to believe in that. But that seems to be too easy. These individuals, they want to see a sign, so they ask. They ask him in verse 30, it says, Then what sign do you do that we may see and believe you? And remember, I just told you that the day before, they were actually on the other side of the Sea of Galilee, and they had witnessed Jesus feed thousands of people with five barley loaves and two fish. They have already seen a miraculous event take place, yet they want to see more. They want to see a a bigger and a better sign. And they go on to, to remind Jesus how their fathers, when they were 
you know, you know, back out in the wilderness. You know, remember back in Exodus when Moses had led the, the Israelites out of bondage to slavery, had freed them from the, the oppression of Pharaoh, and they were out in the wilderness for 40 years, and how God had fed them this manna that came down from heaven, and every single day God would meet their need. And so that's the sign that they say that they had received before. And so they remind Jesus of what God had done for them back in the wilderness. And notice what Jesus says to them in verse 32. He says, Truly, truly, I say to you, it was not Moses who gave you the bread from heaven, but my Father gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is he who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. The true bread from heaven is Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the true bread that has come down from heaven who gives life eternal to those who would believe in him, those who would trust in him, those who would declare him to be their Lord. And when the people hear this, their response is, well, give us this bread always. And I think here when they ask the question, they're thinking more about having their bellies filled up every single day. They don't understand that Jesus is not talking about physical bread. He's talking about himself as the true bread that gives not just physical life, but which gives spiritual life. And that takes us to verse 35, our verse of the day, where Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger, and whoever believes in me shall never thirst. Jesus is using a metaphor here to describe himself as this bread of life. He's not saying that he's in fact a bread. He's not a piece of toast. But rather he is illustrating that as bread is to the body, he, Jesus Christ, is to the soul. And Jesus is not just any type of ordinary bread, but he is the bread of life. Life-giving bread is the most valuable of all types of bread. And Jesus is the one who gives us true life. He gives true life to those who would receive this bread, to those who would receive him. And you know, our Americanized idea of of life just does not mesh well with this life that Jesus brings to those who receive him. They look for a different type of a good life. But Jesus Christ brings us the true good life as he comes and is the bread of life, the bread of life which was broken for us, broken for you and for me on the cross so that we might have life eternal. And friends, I want you to see that this bread that we get from Jesus is a bread that we need to consume every single day. You see, back during this time, bread was not something that was an occasional treat, but rather it was something that was consumed every day. It was vital for these people during Jesus' time to eat bread on a daily basis. I think that's why God had told them to to pray this way, or Jesus told them to pray this way. Pray, Father, give us this day our daily bread. And so what I want you to remember is that the good life, the good life only comes when we take in this good bread, this true bread, this true bread of God who is Jesus Christ, when we consume that every single day. You see, life on this side of heaven, it it can be difficult, it can be painful, it it can even be full of heartbreaks for the life of a believer, for, for a Christian. But life, true life, the good life can only be had when one feasts on the bread of life, who is our Lord Jesus Christ. So this week, remind yourself every single day 
of these words that Jesus said, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger, and whoever believes in me shall never thirst. Well, friends, that will do it for this week's episode. I'm so glad you were able to join us today. I hope that you and your family have a wonderful week, and we look forward to seeing you again next time. Until then, God bless you.